Heyo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineered. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts, Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. And welcome back, everybody, to Team Engineered. It has been a couple of weeks. We've had a bit of a sabbatical. Um, I don't think we've got a good excuse for the sabbatical, so it's just been a sabbatical, um, probably because we've been both been in a little bit of overwhelm and we've been busy, maybe being busy, not necessarily hitting things. And as we were talking about this, I thought what an amazing thing to talk about for our engineers, for our team supervisors, for anyone that has a team about overwhelm. Yeah, the overwhelm can completely derail you, right? So it can derail our productivity. It's a number one thing that absolutely fucks flow. And we know that flow is the number one contributor to peak performance and productivity. So we're like, Everyone I was speaking to over the last few weeks were talking about how overwhelmed they were. And I think it wasn't just with their work work. It was because of everything else that's still going on around in the, in the world and the change. And uh, it's, just, it's just so much in your brain, right? So I reckon Brocco described it to me pretty well this morning that everything is emotional at the moment. Ooh. And I think that's a really good description that, you know, it doesn't seem to matter what we're playing with at the moment. Just everything seems to be emotional and emotionally charged. And I, I reckon it's probably a pretty cool description um, when you think about it is that um, we're reacting mm. to just about everything. And, you know, whether it's um, like there's been interest rate hikes, there's been, you know, COVID talk, there's been China can't get freight out, there's wars going on over in Europe, like there's all this stuff that's now emotionally charged. And I reckon that was a really, really good description because that's where we react from is our emotions. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I think we talked about the other day that overwhelm is actually like the manifestation of stress and that it's, it's like that emotional state comes from our brains dumping chemicals down our spinal cord. So, and, and up into our neocortex. So it's like, our, our fear center freaks I, out. I reckon. Let, let's pause for a sec. Let's pause for a sec. Pause. Now, before we geek out on all the really scientific <sighs> bits, let, let's quickly go through a few of the things that we might feel or notice mm -hmm. that's overwhelmed, that's actually overwhelmed. Ooh. Okay. So if you're... Do you find yourself having a heightened sense of distractibility and like that persistent feeling of like being rushed or in a hurry? That oh, would be like, that'd be one of them. Oh, shiny things. Shiny things. All the shiny things. Hey, let me just fix this over here. Oh, hang on. I just I've just got to fix. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm thinking that one is the inability to sustain full attention or thought to either a conversation. An image, a schematic, uh, a conversation, a sunrise, a sunset, just like all the distractibility, shiny things. Yeah. And so it's that restlessness, isn't it? Like, mm -hmm. so the, the first one was I'm finding it hard. I'm finding that I'm distracted very easily. And, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using that as an excuse to go off and do something else. And then the, the second one that 
<laughs> I probably demonstrated quite well was that that um, you know sort of not not settled, just like oh, I could, I've just got to go over there and do that. Uh, I really that sunrise is beautiful. What's next? Um, you know, let's oh look at that. Uh, now I'm, I'm done with that now. <laughs> so generally being unsettled. Generally being unsettled. Yeah, that and that that I think it's that feeling of uh, impatience. So like a tendency to be like impatient or finding yourself like bored or dissatisfied with the thing that you're doing because you're not really in it. There's like, and you're kind of irritable and and frustrated, but and you kind of feel panicked, but then also dissatisfied. It's like that weird in between, right? And I, I think I've got a weird light flashing thing going on as well. <laughs> I saw a little like, bit. <laughs> kind of got disco lights going on. And yeah, I thought it was just the distractibility thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Mercury, I figured it out. Mercury is in retrograde. Ah, yes. nice. That's causing, what it is. Yeah, causing the issues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we may have just diverted just a little bit and got distracted as we talked about that too. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> um. So another thing that I think we find with overwhelm is a tendency to put off difficult conversations or the difficult work. So some people would call that procrastination, right? We procrastinate, but often the procrastination comes from a state of overwhelm. Like I can't fucking cope. Like I actually can't cope with dealing with that situation right now. So I'm going to busy myself being busy. I'm going to find a million other things to do that are easier for me to deal with um justify what i've been doing for the day yeah yeah to busy being busy just filling the space like and trying to justify it but it really it's out of avoidance and it's because we're we've hit that feeling of capacity yeah yep. right? definitely yep. definitely now i think we were talking about another one that kind of runs down a similar line of i just can't breathe can't catch my breath it's that it's that high high in the chest breathing as well. Like it's not never a I never get a chance to fully exhale. Like it's just like <laughs> and that that feeling of like oh my god I just want to go. Now I was blaming COVID, long COVID for that. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, misplaced blame <laughs> also. <laughs> uh, what about one of the big things I think that came out of the training session we ran the other day um, for the VARA team was that 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 digital the the digital need the compulsive need for elect, electronic hits yeah that like like always like checking emails checking for uh, notifications checking did anyone like my stuff checking this checking that the the compulsive looking at your phone uh figuring out that you've been scrolling on instagram for five minutes you don't even know how your phone got in your hand <laughs> let alone how you ended up in the, the instagram app and why you just wasted the last five minutes doing so or and again this comes to training googling shit just oh yeah better google that right now Right. And it's like we're looking for these hits of information or validation. And it's that it's about real addiction to the input um, that I, I think is it feels like it's compulsive or that you're not in control of it. It's like, you know, when you you really you realize you're like, 
how did I, like how did I end up down this rabbit hole? <laughs> and now we'll get we'll offer one more. So before before we get spin everyone off into their own little tizzle of overwhelm <laughs> as they're listening, and probably the big one is fuck it, I can't be bothered. Or as Kyle says, fuck, fuck it, it, let's go surfing. Let's go surfing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not. So, yeah. you know, but look, I, the, you've got a list of, of 11 and I think we'll, we'll put them below and let people sort of rank themselves from zero to 11 about how they're feeling on the overwhelm scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, without sort of bombarding everyone and making them go, oh, crap, I'm out, uh, you know, don't put the wall up yet. Let's just listen. Let's just, um, let's talk through how all of those things actually affect our performance at work but most importantly, what it also does to our team. Yeah, beautiful. So I think that the interesting thing that came out of the research that I was doing when we were creating the training session for the other day was... Yeah, quickly, when did you do that research? Monday night, somewhere between 6 p.m. and midnight, maybe 4 exactly p.m. and midnight. 10 hours prior to the delivery of the training. Yes. Yes. Well, in my defence... It was a combination. I've done three different courses with the Flow Research Collective and I gained, I knew where I'd learned the stuff. It was the distillation of that. And yes, leaving it to the last minute to create it. But in my defense, Kyle, in my defense, I had planned to deliver a whole different training session that day. And from listening to everyone on the Monday morning, uh, mindset and motivation and milestones calls and the, the one-on-ones that I'd done, everyone kept coming back with a sense of this overwhelm, feeling out of control, feeling like that this anxiety. And I was like, fuck, I need to create this uh, because it's what everyone's kind of like screaming out for. And that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's a really key point there as, as we go into that is, Often we use it to make excuses. So um, I know I know myself that after we we went through all of that training stuff, that I did notice a lot of things that I was doing that is just purely um, with a bit more awareness. I can I can sort of park them and and be more productive in what I need to do, and certainly bring myself down a couple of notches. So I think that's a really interesting point. Is that often we use it as an excuse to do other things rather than the the hard things that have to be done or the hard conversation or, you know, just actually keep marching in a straight line rather than this wiggly line that, um, I don't know, gives us some validation about how we're feeling. Well, it was a, I said to you, I felt massively triggered doing it because I was like, ah! and so the, a bit of the science behind this, right there, it's, it's not, it's not just a mental state. This is actually a pandemic, an epidemic of of the way the world is right now. And so the things that we've just talked about is actually the symptoms of ADT. So attention deficit trait. Now, as many of the listeners know, I am diagnosed with what my doctor said, a cracking case of ADHD. I'm like, is that like a a specific medical grade, a cracking cracking dose that's the technical term he said don't worry you wouldn't have been able to do everything in your life without it I was like okay make me sleep now um (laughs) but there's there's without rum yeah without the rum yes (laughs) um so there's some great there's some similarities between ADHD and ADT the thing is ADHD has some really positive things about it an ability to focus and to get shit done 
and there's all the positives. Unfortunately, with ADD, ADT, it's just the negatives. And it's, it's caused those completely by our environment. So it's not actually a mental thing, which means all of those things that we've talked about there, if you're not actually ADHD, you can take control. And even if you are ADHD, you can manage all of these things, these negative things through awareness and technique. So what makes me super excited about it is you're not one of, you're not a person that gets overwhelmed. It's not like it doesn't need to be a mental issue as such. We can go, these can be caused by external factors and our environment that we can take control of. What was fucking scary was realizing that often we do this to ourselves. So one of the things when I was going through it was like the the need to fill space and like we create false overwhelm by picking up shit that's not ours. Picking up those monkeys that we talked about on one of the other podcasts, right? The need to like, I, whenever I have downtime, I end up giving my downtime to serve other people, right? And then I feel overwhelmed because I don't have any space for myself, but actually I chose to do that right? Would I make a different choice? Probably not. Like I would still choose to go and do all the, all the stuff that I've done for the floods and all of that, but I have to have the recognition that I created that for myself. And once I can do that, I can actually release the charge behind it. And it helps me to set more boundaries and go, actually, I'm not going to be the best person I can be if I don't set these boundaries and, and recharge my brain so that I can act from a more conscious level with better ideas and better creativity and better productivity and just better output if I if I don't give that time to bring my brain offline a little. So let's let's talk about the geeky bit. And you know we, I have to admit I'm I'm the kind of person that I do like to get to the the next layer down the nitty gritty the geeky bit. So let's talk the the geeky bit. We've got a brain. Aha! Look at you go. <laughs> For those of you that are that are listening, not watching, uh, Kyle, can you just describe what you did with your hands? Ah, so I did forget that some people are just listening. So take your fist, put create a fist in one hand, and then put your other hand over the top of it. Yes, so uh, it's like like the thinking hand, like the um, <laughs> metamorphosis. <Is that? laughs> yep. So, and what what we're doing there? So, talk to me about that. The 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 fist is actually oh, our. I'm going to have to defer to you on the on the geek <laughs> okay. for this one. <laughs> the the fist is our the inside of our brain. Okay, so this is where the hippocampus and the amygdala live. Right. This is also our, this is like where our memories are created. And it's also like our fear center or what we would call our reptilian brain. Right. That's the, that's the oldest part of us. The hand that wraps over the top is our neocortex also has our, like our frontal lobes and everything like that. Basically our logical thinking brain where we're able to respond and down the bottom is react. Right. So when we, when we go when we get these symptoms of ADT and the reason why we get these symptoms of ADT is because we've got something causing our logic brain and our frontal lobes to disconnect and come offline. And where that comes from 
is our fear center. So something has made us feel fearful. Anxiety causes fear, the unknown, that sense of I'm missing something, I'm not getting enough done. Everything could go fucking tits up at any moment, right? And so that's triggering memories from our amygdala and our um, hippocampus to throw, this is the geeky bit we're talking about, cortisol and neuroepinephrine down our spine and back out into our our neocortex to say, fuck, fight, fright or freeze, panic, freak out, bring offline. Run forest, run forest. (laughs) Right, and we run for digital distraction. We run for busy being busy. We run for the things that we can or we think we control, right, rather than the things that are kind of scary, the things that we're not controlling, which is maybe big picture thinking, creativity, having tough conversations, doing bigger picture work because we're in fight, flight or freeze. And I, th- I think it's important to, to sort of focus in on, you know, when we talk about emotions that, you know, there's there's not a lot of true emotions and that fear actually encompasses quite a lot of other things that we might experience or feel because it's very, very hard to, to actually describe an emotion, um, but we certainly know how we feel something. So fear as an emotion actually covers a lot of feelings that when we distill it right down is actually fear and driving all of those things. Wow, I feel like you finally found a use for braving them. <laughs> for Atlas of the Heart from Brene. We were like, we really want to use this book for something. There it is. <laughs> Going through and being able to label emotions and figure out how they all collate into the one thing. <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, but I think the key thing there is understanding that these emotions, these feelings, and, and this comes from chemicals in our brain and that once we understand that and have the awareness we can look at how we can take control of it and how we can balance those things right so it's it's really interesting how a lot of those things actually relate back to fear so you know um the the phone that we spoke about is the fear of missing out you know like fomo fear fear is the start of that um you know the the busy being busy. Well, am I being judged? And how people are thinking poorly of me? I'm fearful of that. And so it's really interesting to think about how all of those things actually channel down to a fear response. Mm. And I think that's I think that that's where we need to have that those awarenesses and just journal it out. Just jot it down. Like, okay, what what's coming up? And we talk about this a lot with when we procrastinate or we don't do things recognizing what was the permission you gave yourself in that moment and like it's hard to to drop in and notice that because sometimes we want to push it aside but once you do that you'll be able to understand and backtrack what is causing your ADT and your overwhelm so that you can start to minimize those factors and take control of your life and your productivity so that you can be the person you want to be and live the life you want to live right now, I reckon this is a really good point to segue off a slight little bit and talk about how does this affect our team? Oh, well, think about it. If we have, if we've got people constantly operating from a place of fear, right? Constantly uh, reacting to the signals that are, the chemicals that are coming from their brain and not, they don't have their neocortex online. They don't have their frontal lobe on, online being able to be logical. 
So the other thing that uh, overwhelm does is it removes it removes our ability to logically think. It removes our sense of humor. It removes our um, creativity, right? So if we think about that, if we can't be creative, how can we problem solve in the best possible manner, right? So what I heard was I turned into a grumpy, boring person. Yeah, you turn into Oscar Grouch. Yeah, with the whole and, and look if if you want to if you want to really play it out, you know, I'm I'm the grumpy, boring dad that whinges about turning the bloody lights off. Yeah, is it even important? Why are we focusing on that? Yeah, because and you know why? Do you know why that is? Because that becomes something you can control, right? Trying to change, say, a child's uh, energy or attitude might feel out of your control, but turn the fucking lights off in your control. Right? Oh, then we start going down a rabbit hole. It's like, oh my God, my fucked up brain, like the psychology behind all of that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's how we also respond to our team members. Like, do your fucking timesheet. You know, yeah. Go and clean the workshop. Why is that stuff out? Why like, is that there? It, it, Pick it up. Know, it, it's it's identifiable by the why is this happening? Why? 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 Yeah. Um, and so that when we're in that dictator mode, like if we're a boss and we're in overload and overwhelm, and then we start projecting that stuff and trying to like control the stuff that's what we perceive is in control, we're taking away the free agency of our team. We're also making them feel like we don't trust them. And one of the other big, one of the other huge contributors to flow, and again, remember flow is the number one thing for peak performance, is having autonomy or feeling like we have some sort of autonomy and freedom. Yep. So when we have dictatorship um, coming from above, we take away that free agency, which takes away their, their um, ownership over something and therefore diminishes their desire to contribute on another level which is why we end up with more people in the passenger mindset, right, rather than the driver mindset because we've taken away all of those things. And they're asking more questions, which is taking more time out of my day, which is making it harder for me to do my things, which makes me feel more overwhelmed, which means that I project more onto my team, which means that they ask more questions. What a disgusting Uh. cycle that is. (laughs) i caused all of this myself i am the problem (laughs) so i reckon that's the key point is that i am the problem if you feel like now there's a list of 11 there's a list of 11 okay they're down below rank yourself on all of them remember that you're in control of just about all of them if not all of them and the important thing is, is if you want to do one thing that's going to reduce your overwhelm, cross one of them off your list. You have the power to do it. You can do it. Just be focused. Cross one of them off your list, even if it's just the damn phone, and you will be reducing your overwhelm. Your team will perform better, and you'll get more done. And imagine you taught that skill to one of your team members. Amazing. <gasps> Amazing. Now, as a final piece, Jade has some amazing training for this. If you want to get that training, you only need to reach out to Jade. Um, The details will be below wherever you're listening. And um, there's an amazing training program on that. Um, It doesn't take long. It's about an hour worth of content to consume. There's a lot of great info there. So if you want to catch that, 
by all means, dive in. Otherwise, cross one of those things off your list that you see below and you'll find that your overwhelm's reduced. Yeah. Awesome, guys. I'd love to share the Annihilating Overwhelm workshop with you. So like Kyle said, just comment below. The team will make it happen or there'll be a link something, right? And I challenge you. This is my challenge to you, though. Look at one of those items and cross it off. Get it off the list, move forward, and start Annihilating Overwhelm. Boom. Nice. Boom. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered Podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce, and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www.teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.